in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. We reached a milestone this week. Oh, did we? We did. We've got our first listeners in Florida. Woo! Woo! Hey, hey! Shout out to President Trump <laughs> and Melania. <laughs> now that you're unemployed, <laughs> is there somebody who rambles worse than the floppy dick man? <laughs> I find her the podcast. <laughs> She you know she's got to do something now well, that she's free. Well, exactly. She's not getting her uh, her cryptic messages from the Kremlin direct anymore. She's got to use the crystal radio set, and we've turned up. How long before she divorces Eddie? Do you think she divorces Donald? Ah, uh, is it? See that you're you're asking a question of law, whereas I think they are bound together by a necromancer. So that's oh. a much more complex question. Mm, mm, mm. See, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be an easy out for her at all. Uh, at least a couple of goat hearts. <laughs> uh, these, these are the deals you've got to make, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's a millionaire, literally the spawn of Satan, and yeah. disgusts me. This is Ayn Rand's America. <sighs> it's tough decisions for a lady to make. <laughs> well, the, you know, if the glass ceiling wasn't there, you know, she might be able to marry someone less objectionable to get rich before they die. But. Uh. I know, this is the world we live in. This is, yeah, this is the world. Well, the liberals can go back to brunch now, so it's all okay. <laughs> it's a hard world to live in when it you're is. a lady. So we got two listeners in Florida, Woo! which is amazing. But I think that's pretty much all that's going to be left alive in Florida mm. after the Super Bowl. Which oh, just, yes. Uh, which is correctly pronounced in the Queen's English as superbly. That's a fucking niche joke. Yeah, I was okay. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And there's uh, two journalism students in their nineties who just laughed at that. <coughs> yeah, but yeah, Super Bowl. They had huge parties in Tampa and all those places. Excellent. No one wearing masks. Hey, what could possibly go wrong? Exactly. It's almost like they want to die a horrible death. There's well, you know what? It's cheaper. I think we've got to the point. Everybody's running out of money, and they're about to have mass. Are we about to have mass evictions and homelessness? Yeah. Might as well go out with a party. Super Bowl. Exactly. So if you are listening to us in your deathbed, dying from COVID. In, in Florida, mm. now is a good time to change your legal will to leave everything to us. Yay! Because we have no sponsors. Ah. We probably never will have sponsors <laughs> unless unless big dick chopping money gets behind us. Oh, big my God. cannibalism. Well, we've got a couple of listeners in Mexico. This is how it starts. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Big shout out to everyone in the cartel. <laughs> Go do some live shows in Cancun and come back with some very strange luggage. <laughs> This is much heavier than when I left. (laughs) You can take our personal submarine. Okay. Let's (laughs) do that. You know what? You haven't seen me. You haven't seen me trying to lie. Like, I am the worst liar in the history of the world. I would just crack and fold. (laughs) Like, the the air stewardess would be like, oh, oh, would you like a sandwich? All right, goddamn, I did it. (laughs) I've got drugs up my ass. (laughs) You know what? Not even for sponsorship money am I putting drugs up my ass. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even do it for somebody special's birthday. I'm not doing it for sponsorship money. Well, well it's only fans as loss. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> hey, look, that's the two pronged attack. Yeah. Yeah. The oh. <laughs> what do you call it? In shipment and out shipment. <laughs> well, isn't that a Led Zeppelin album? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> in, in through oh. the out shipment. You know, you can. You know what? I think it's for, a, for you know, you're a pro-feminism. I think you should take one for the team. I should sequest or secrete drugs mm. upon my person mm. in solidarity. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what... Um, With em- every oppressed sister out there who's had to be like, fine, it's your birthday. That's actually how you get on Emily's list. So, yes, <laughs> I will do that for the sisterhood. Woo! For the sisterhood. Some sticky nugs are going up my back passage. Yay. In a condom because I'm responsible. Well, absolutely. Maybe James Belushi's 
cannabis farm and, and uh, in Colorado can sponsor us. Now that he's not dead, like... <laughs> If we had power, you would have started that rumour that he is dead. Oh, he's okay. not dead. He's an interesting man running well, no, a cannabis no, see, farm. Maybe, maybe if he gets behind and sponsor us, I can revive his career and let people know that he's not dead. <laughs> I can't be... You know what? I went to Google to do a search and I put in, is James Belushi? And the first thing that came up was dead. So I'm not the only one who thinks it. No, well... So get behind, give us that sweet cannabis money, Mr. James Volushi, and we will get you back to the heights of stardom. We will get you back to canine too. Woo! <laughs> he legitimately seems like a lovely guy. And if I ever could meet, he's one of the few really famous people I'd like to meet. Mm. He just seems like a genuinely lovely dude. Him and his dog and his well-looked-after work. And his workers, cannabis farm. And his massive, and I don't even do drugs. His <laughs> massive cannabis farm. I'd love to go there. You I'm, know. I'm sure there's a crossover between chili growing and cannabis. I, I don't care. I just want the sweet, sweet cannabis sponsorship money. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to, like, the picking room and just, like, roll around it. And just, like, oh. I'm going to be, like, Demi Moore in, like, Indecent <laughs> Proposal. Just like, all these, like, buds flying on me. Just like, oh. Bill Burr and um, <laughs> that other guy in Breaking Bad lying on the stacks of money. Yeah, yeah totally. Live your dreams. Huel, all right? yeah. Huel. Live your dreams. Oh, why not? Yeah, but the Super Bowl also proof that uh, – Walking corpses can still play sport. Tom Brady, what is he? Five hundred years old now. Comes out I when think the so, yeah, yeah, he's like won more Super Bowls than the sport's been around. I think the first probably started playing by throwing slave skulls. He's been around so long. <laughs> hey, look, points to him. Apparently, every day of the week, he sent the same text message to all of his teammates that simply said, "We will win" in capital letters. Because he's an old man, we don't know if he actually meant to send it every day or if he was just confused. Um, he might have just wanted milk, <laughs> and that's what happened. And but there's good lots on of him. photographs of his ear. <laughs> Oh, I say good on you, old man. Woo! See, I do give Americans shit, for obviously for like, you know, their super spreader events and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The weird difference between Australia and America is that their elite sports are, especially their elite sports people, are often very intelligent, Mm -hmm. very educated people because they Mm -hmm. have the feeder system coming through. Yes. I promise this is still a horror podcast. They have the feeder system coming through, (laughs) through the college system, whereas Australia, we just have tradies who are good at shit And if they're real fucking good at shit, they don't have to be tradies anymore. Yeah. Until they get one too many concussions and then they get tossed out and And have to go back to digging trenches again. Yeah. 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 That's the difference. Like, so, you know, you have people like LeBron James in America, Mm -hmm. possibly the greatest basketballer ever, Mm -hmm. who runs amazing foundations and charities, is extremely well educated, Mm -hmm. as so many people are. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, one of my heroes from when I was a kid, Dr. J, all these people, very educated people. In Australia, we've got Shane fucking Warren, possibly the most gifted cricketer to ever live. <laughs> Who, and let's be like fair play to him, and there's a reason he's a cultural icon in Australia. He was one of the greatest cricketers of all time, all while being a completely lazy fat bastard. <laughs> At the height of his career, he was also the chubbiest of his career. He was fatter than David Boone. That is an Australian legend right there. He took being, you know what, you can still be a fat cunt and be the best <laughs> athlete in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have to run because he was so fucking good at taking wickets. Yeah, he could stand there and throw a ball. Bam, win. Yeah, a ball that would defy physics in the way that he could turn it on any pitch. Mm. Just an amazing spin bowler Mm. who, at the same time, didn't trust the food in India so would take a suitcase full of baked beans with him. Yeah, yeah. Could, like, you know, figure out, like, the physics of how to transport this ball out of my hand at freakishly speeds at a weird angle. So there's no possible way anyone could make a connection with their bat, yet he couldn't figure out the simple physics of don't put your dick in front of your camera phone. (laughs) Yeah, the guy who was sponsored by Nicorette and then went out and smoked in public. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty smart. Oh, my God. Yeah. And has, for, for, for some weird, okay, this is another example of perhaps voodoo does work, dated Elizabeth Hurley. Who knew? Unbelievable. Yeah. She, well, she was slumming it. Yeah. She was, I, know, I know that her self-esteem took a hit when Hugh Grant, like, yeah. stepped out with that 
rather cost effective prostitute. So I know that her, you know, just because he's rich doesn't mean he has to splurge. You know, well, and he's supporting he's supporting low income communities in the southern states of America. You know, you can support low income low income people with more than just your dick. I'm just saying that to the rich people of the world, you can support low-income people with more than your dick. Think of all the people that have jobs on Jeffrey Epstein's island and now you go away and think whether or not capitalism would not have raised them out of poverty. Thank you very fucking much. <laughs> Read your Ayn Rand and learn something. <laughs> yeah, 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 they wouldn't have been listed out of uh, poverty. They also wouldn't have had their children fondled. <laughs> um, Trickle-down economics is a golden shower. That's pretty much how it works. Burn the rich. Yes. Use their bones for fuel. <laughs> Or at the very least, chalk. <laughs> but Shane Warne has decided to... Uh, What's he done now? He's decided uh, this week to enter the, uh, I suppose, the astrophysics debate. Which, uh, Whoa! You know, it, well, if he, can, if he can master one sphere, why not all of them in the celestial heavens? Oh my God, has he been sending pictures of his asshole? Is this where this is going? <laughs> so he, he's gone on Twitter to talk about the fact that one of his kids has come home from school mm. because their high school teacher has said that there are more planets... In space, yeah. then there are grains of sand on every beach on Earth. And Warney, the man who once tried to fit a schooner into his mouth, a schooner glass into his mouth, so that he could drink without having to hold a beer, has gone, nah, that can't be right. And basically cracked open a massive astrophysics debate on Twitter. Uh-huh. You know, which is, you know, unintentional. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's, and sort of did he start some sort of existential crisis for the world? Well, pretty much. And a whole bunch of people just going, fucking warny. Just not now. <laughs> not now, mate. <laughs> it kind of it kind of puts like James Belushi just asking about cartoons to shame, Absolutely. to be honest. Yeah. You know? So was there a, uh, was there a impassioned, were there impassioned arguments? Did the anti-vaxxers get involved? Did we find out that 5G is somehow responsible? Well... Sub to that thread, we found out that Paleo Pete Evans is potentially going to be running for parliament in Australia. For those, uh, for our Mexican and (laughs) Finnish listeners. And Floridian. (laughs) Oh, my God. He is the absolute, uh, he's the latest crackbot in Australia wearing a tinfoil hat. He's like, as if David Icke could cook. Yeah, he basically he was a dude. He started off, he was nobody. He was a chef. He was on a show where his job was to like eat bites of things and go, hmm, yeah. that is food. And then suddenly decided to become like the masked crusader that you're like, f- like if you ate like a carrot, it would cure cancer and it was, eat yeah. paleo. And it was a very, very slow reveal too because he went from owning a very it hip restaurant in Sydney where you know a lot of the lot of the A-listers would go to do coke yeah. to being on TV to then bringing out a cookbook about paleo living where he basically said and by the way you don't have to breastfeed your children you can feed them bone broth yeah which is beef stock yeah you can feed your children beef stock and every doctor in the world went uh no you fucking can't you'll kill your baby yeah. so the publishers pulped his book yeah and that was like the he was like double down, bitch. Yeah, that was like the moment that broke him. You know, like it was the it was the hug that dad didn't give you. It was the <laughs> the criticism of Hitler's artwork by his Jewish art teacher that was just that yeah. sent him off on yeah. this. Well, yeah, no, I think like one of the last things was so like he got to the point where like even Facebook was like, yeah, nah, mate, we're cutting you off. Yeah, and then like because like the last thing he posted was like a. a the des- a design that had like the yeah, so Nazi he, symbolism. Yeah, in it. He, he then went from okay, you can feed your children's beef stock yeah. to I get up every single morning naked and face the sun and let the sun touch my naked body. Blah yeah. blah blah. And we we're like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then he started trying to sell shit that, like, he tried to sell a salt lamp basically that could cure COVID nineteen. Oh, but it was like fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then he just went full fucking neo Nazi, and he was he was sharing the Sonorad, which is yeah. like a yeah, like you say, it's like a neo Nazi <gasps> pagan symbol. Have you seen the? There was a little craze that yeah. has taken off. Um, have you seen where the way to a long long health and long life okay is what you have to do is go up in the morning okay Mm -hmm. get completely naked okay point yourself to the sun okay right bend your uh legs back 
so that your ass cheeks are spread and you have to expose your anus to the sun for 15 minutes per day. Yes. Um, to take in those rays. I have a celebrity story about that. This is this is where they talk about charging your pineal gland, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Josh Brolin tried it, Whoa. who I would have thought would be the last person ever to try it. Yeah, was that so that Ant-Man could sneak into his ass as <laughs> while he was Thanos? <laughs> what happens in the, in the Marvel Universe stays in the Marvel Universe. Um, no, so he was like, what the hey, decided to do it. Uh, turns out, not such a good idea in the Californian sun. Oh, no. Got extreme sunburn oh. on his anus. Oh, no. And then, obviously, you know, it's sunburned. It starts to, like, crack, peel. Um, and so had to spend some days at home with ice cubes, with oh. his ass spread to soothe the burn. Slip, slop, slap, or you can't crap. <laughs> Poor man. He's such a man's man, too. He would have yeah. taken that really well, but he would have been crying inside. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you know what? I reckon even a man's man yeah. is going to cry with a sunburnt anus. Yeah. I reckon that's the point. You know what? A, a grown man is only allowed to cry twice in his life. I think those allow, are one of the re- times so. you're allowed to. Because him, him and No Country for Old Men exuded so much manliness mm. that he essentially changed the physical sexes of frogs in his vicinity. Mm. Just... Mm. Mm. Yeah, that movie made uh, that movie made a lot of men feel inadequate. Mm. I got my my Spanish friend Sergio was obsessed with that movie. It's a brilliant film. Xavier, my yeah. damn. Oh, oh, Javier Bardem. He's got such a hard on for him. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god, he's so cool and like completely fangirl. Even with that haircut, yeah, yeah. You're just like calm down. Can I say Josh Brolin? Yeah. As he's getting older, is just getting better and better and better. No interest in him as a young person. Now that he's got sort of to that mature age, yeah. It seems to work. He wasn't great in Goonies. <laughs> it's strange seeing him carrying a skateboard wearing a headband in some of his earlier films. Yeah. Uh. But walking around with a rifle and talking about going to the getting place. Yeah. You know, you just keep that run of that mouth after take you down the back and fuck you. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I Even know. I was turned on by that. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. There there was not one person in that cinema who wasn't like, Oh bitch better keep talking. <laughs> Because yeah, he uh, he's some working class tastes there. Mm. I think I think even uh, yeah, maybe this is what Liz Hurley was looking for in Warney. Mm. Well, you know that's it until he went out and burnt his anus. <laughs> well, you never know what some people. Are oh my god, how much? You know what? If your wife is prepared to put aloe vera on your burnt anus, that's a keeper. Yeah. Or your or your husband or you know whoever is your preferred partner if they're going to put aloe vera on that that that's a keeper. Yeah. Most people could probably reach it themselves. I would suggest. Oh no, but then you got to hold it open. Like you hold it open to no, really get in there. Volume. Oh no, but if you're like all sunburned, no. It's a good excuse to get on the opiates for a couple of weeks so you don't have to poo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What are, what are you doing? Why are you in this gutter buying drugs in Scotland? Sunburn anus. <laughs> it's peeling. Why do you? Oh my god. Oh my god. That would that would kill me. You know me, vegan, five times a day. Yeah, and imagine that. And then Australia, especially, you'd have to go for skin cancer checks. Oh. And you go into the the supermarket clinic where they have them pop up, and they've got the little uh, little diamond examiner's eyepiece, and just so like next thing you know, adjust the screen. Dax are around the ankles, and I've had an cough. Al- I've had an all-body, like, mole check before. I've never Did they had find them, your head? I've never had them. <laughs> Be like, oh, you, you're looking for a mole? Oh, he's at home waiting to record the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've never had anyone look at my anus. No, it doesn't get much sun. Unless you're a hippie looking for some reason to charge your pineal gland. Mm, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think I want my... Gland charged. No, isn't that why dogs rub their asses on the ground because they can't? Their their ass gland is fucked. No, I just thought it was itchy. Yeah, but that's that's linked. <laughs> that's why some yeah. This is this is the thing about dogs. Dogs are like old cars. People think old cars are great till you got one. Dogs are just like that because you get them and then, you, then they go. Oh, by the way, you've got to express their anal gland. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I've had a dog. I have never done anything with its anus. This is you in lockdown. <laughs> We've been through this. Oh, my God. Every show with you, it comes down to some kind of anus. 
Well, stop, John. Just stop for the sake of your pets. Just stop. It was the Australian Christian lobby who said that people would want to marry their pets yes. after after the, the gay marriage laws came in in Australia. Yeah. And we do have a strange marriage choice coming up in today's episode. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> as, I, as I definitely try and get away from having to stick my fingers in a dog's ass. Honestly, nobody does that. My son did it. Fuck, it was funny. So he was one year old, sitting right where you are, actually. Uh, and my brother's dog was here. Uh huh. And of course, children just stick their fingers in stuff that is just completely foreign and weird. They've never done it before. Saw him do it in slow motion. Just finger comes up, cocks to a right angle, like Robocop. Dog, yep. Straight away, and that's how my son discovered hand sanitizer. Oh my god, that apple did not fall far from the tree, <laughs> I tell you. Oh my god. And you've been doing it to backpackers ever since. Ah, well, they'll never find them. <laughs> That's all that matters. They can't charge you. They can't find the body. Well, just make sure you bury them with their ass hanging out the ground so they can charge their pineal gland. <laughs> it's the respectful thing to do. It, it is. It's a proper hippie, hippie burial. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Hmm. Awesome. It's very some heavy topics that we've covered uh, today. Um, <laughs> yes. Look, I mean, I'm going to be the first one to admit the world can be a crazy place. I mean, that's what you think to yourself. But never mind all that. Much more boring things to concentrate on. You jump in the car, you're heading to work. Did I leave the iron on? <laughs> I hope that mole from payroll has replied to my email. Should, <laughs> should I call in sick next Friday? Is is that a human hand sticking out of the trunk of the moving car in front of me? <laughs> or is it one of those like those novelty truck nuts? Because <laughs> that seems like a very Australian thing. America's got truck nuts. Australia, murder happens here. Maybe we've got a boot hand. Oh, sorry, a trunk hand. Oh, trunk for hand. Our, for our two Florida residents Florida who may listeners. or may not be dead from COVID by the end of this mm. episode. Well, Super Bowl week. Woo! Mm. <laughs> in this week's episode... Of hostage on the highway. Ah. Or junk in the trunk. Hey. Or pute in the boote. <laughs> or the helping handy. Or boot napping. Ah. ah. Truncated. <laughs> nah. Nice. <laughs> Headlines exploded all over Australia last week. This story had it all. Attractive young women struggling with other young, attractive young women. Ooh, I've paid to see that. Possible lesbian action. <laughs> fast cars, V8 Commodores, trucks oh. and titties. Good Lord. Throw in a crocodile, possibly to the tune of John Farnham's You're the Voice, and Australian's news editors would have come in their pants. I think you've just talked about every film successfully funded by the Australian Film Finance Commission for the last six years. Absolutely. And they all star Paul Hogan and fucking one of those blokes from Kenny. Oh, God, no. And what, that guy who's in everything. It, the... Well, you got Magda Jabansky. No, 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 the guy. What's his name? Uh... He... He's Shane in, Jacobson. No, the other one. The other one? Um, You know, he's in everything. You were talking about him earlier. It was in Chopper. Eric Banner? No. The Greek guy. The Greek guy? Nick. Oh, Nick. Oh, no. So you got Nick Giannopoulos. Yeah, no, not him. The Gre other one. Greek guy. <laughs> the fuck? I know who I'm talking about. He's, it's, like, it's like a contract. You can't make a movie in Australia without him being in it. Are you sh are you talking about Vince Colosimo? But Yes. He's not, he's Italian. Ah, oh, there we go. Fuck's sake. Vince Colosimo is one of the finest actors in this country. I, you know what, I don't see nationality. That's. Until you confuse it in a, in a racially sensitive way because Italians <laughs> love being called Greek. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't see nationality. I just see. Oh, the privilege of being white. I'm racist to everyone. I just... I've got gollywogs. I just see people I will and won't fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing the, the second half of that list is very short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Wednesday morning, on the 3rd of February, yay! So that's this week. 2021. And on my birthday! Hey, there you go. A, A show just for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
A truck driver was making his usual journey along the Hume Highway in Berrima, located in the southern highlands of New South Wales. Beautiful part of the world. A short burst of motion would catch the corner of his eye. As he looked closer, he would see a bloodied hand sticking out the trunk of a Commodore. Now, to be fair... Trucky usually on meth, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff would just be put down to sleep deprivation. Yeah. Just, oh, the bugs under the skin are there. I've yeah. solved all the Sudokus. <laughs> oh, there's another zombie hand. Just yeah, keep right, driving. Right. Walmart's need their pictures. <laughs> so we followed it for a bit to make sure it wasn't a drug-induced <laughs> hallucination. When he decided that it wasn't drug-fueled <laughs> and it was actually a human hand that was gesturing... The truck driver called the police emergency line. Right. Police would catch up with the Commodore at around 11.30am. Now, we need to qualify what a Holden Commodore is here. Holden Commodore is, or was at one point, the ubiquitous Australian family sedan. Mm-hmm. It was the, the the Ford Victoria of Australia. Is it? What's that car, the Charger? Uh, like well, the, a, the Valiant Charger? Yeah. So there was a Dodge Charger in the US and a Valiant Charger made here in Australia. Very, yeah, it was. very different vehicles. Oh, okay. I yeah. It was, it was a family sedan. We can get into this more, but it was a family sedan that was loved by Australia. And yeah. they ceased production of it last year. Yeah. And so, usually it's sort of, it's like V80 and grunty and yeah. all the blokes are like, whoa. Yeah. And you do burnouts with it and donuts. They're worshipped. Yeah. They, they were they were the car used for Australia's greatest race for many, many years. Mm-hmm. They're pieces of shit. They are fucking appalling cars. Yeah. But but fucking Bogans love them. Yeah. I, you know, I guess they're like the Australian pickup. Pretty much. If you wanted to come in a Camaron and get away with it, to be fair, Commodore is the car to do it in because fucking everyone has one. Yeah. The police used them. Taxi drivers used them. Yeah. A white Commodore would have just blended in like Kaiser Soze. Yeah. <sighs> just gone. <laughs> and like, I think like one of their biggest like uh, revenue stream was just like selling like t-shirts and stubby holders that just said Commodore. Yeah. You know, for I, your pre-mix bourbon. I grew up in a small town where they were worshipped properly. Like, yeah. Like deities. Yeah, absolutely. Because no one was ever going to be able to afford a Ferrari. But you know what? There was a chance that one day if you worked hard enough, you could flog a Commodore. And Peter Brock drove a Commodore until he got killed by a Porsche. Ah, see? Did you know the car? So when Peter Brock, Australia's possibly Australia's greatest ever racing driver. Yeah. Domestic racing driver. I'm not going to mention um, Brabham, those Mm. sorts of people. But the, the tree that killed Peter Brock within two weeks had been cut down by angry fans. Drove to the place, yeah. found where like the flower tributes were, yeah. and cut the tree down. They blamed it for killing Brocky. That's what you get for killing a national treasure. Yeah. That's what you get. Take this 300-year-old tree. Oh, my God. I bet you they cut it down, and then they ate it, and then they shat it out. <laughs> Probably. And then pissed on it. <laughs> Police would catch up with the Commodore at around 11.30 a.m. when they too saw the bloodied hand and pulled the vehicle over. There were three women in the car. Okay. The driver, her passenger, and when police opened the boot, found a bloodied woman with stab wounds. Jesus. To her knee. Oh, my God. In the knee. That's got to be the second worst place to be stabbed. Not a lot of stabbing area in the knee. The it's like trying, trying to drive a nail into a stone. Oh, and I'm like, I'm trying to decide what's worse. If they came in just like on the top of the knee oh. or if they came into the side and just oh. sort of like pop up the kneecap. Oh, like a, like a bottle top. Yeah, just... Oh. I can't decide what, what's going to be worse. So women driving the car. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, the netball team is competitive. Oh, yeah. So, But she didn't just have stab wounds to her knee. All right. Stab wounds to her thigh. And her forearm, which usually is so used a de- as a defensive, yeah, defensive, a, a defensive injury. She's really into MMA or kickboxing. She's using her thighs to defend. Yeah. Cha, 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 cha. <laughs> <laughs> the driver and her passenger were taken into custody. The third woman was taken by ambulance to the Liverpool hospital. Right. All we really know at this stage is that the three women were friends. On Facebook. Oh, okay. My mother always told me to be careful who I added on Facebook and now I actually know the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's pretty extreme. For me, it's been 
I, I have a countdown now. When I get a Facebook ad from a random, it's just like 10 to 1, this guy's going to invite me to like his comedy page. And yeah. it always happens. So I'll click yes on the friend request. Yeah. Three, two, one. Like Joe Bloggs comedy. And three people like it. It's like, <laughs> fuck off, open mic. Cockhead, this is not how you make friends. <laughs> oh my god! Well, because on my Facebook page, because it says I'm single. Yep. If I ever I get like some uh, random dude, yeah, or a random lady, yeah, um, <laughs> I do give off that vibe. Um, I'm open. Um, <laughs> I basically the same thing. Like I count to five until I get like a friend live a friend request, which is usually they've sent me one of my pictures with like my tits out going, you have very nice tits. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> like you haven't, you haven't discovered like, you know, proof of like black holes. Duh. <laughs> They're literally right in your face. Like they paid for me to be alive when I was like 18. So Yeah. I, I only have porn bot followers on Twitter. Yeah. And I like that. I like that somewhere out there, there's a friendly computer trying to give me a boner. Aww, Isn't that nice? Living nice. in electric Big dreams. Thanks, friendly porn bot boner machine. Aww, and one day when it learns to feel. Mm, it'll pass my cheering test. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, see, the worst thing about this is like, you know, so like, it's evidence of why you shouldn't make random friends on Facebook. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, there's nothing worse than having to admit your mum was right. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially, oh my God, I saw a meme earlier today and I swear to God, it is the it was the, the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because as we know, obviously, you know, we very much have can- the council, cancel culture at the yeah. moment. You know, basically, as soon as it's proved that you're, a disgusting piece of shit. That's it. Cancelled. Yeah. You're gone. You're We're writing you out of everything. Yeah. And of course, the latest one to be cancelled is, of course, Marilyn Manson. Yes. Now that all the stories are coming out of, you know, domestic violence um, and, and abuse and some very horrible um, accusations it's made against him. Fairly apt stage name then. Yes. Mm. Um, and so Marilyn Manson is basically just being cancelled now by us with our culture. And so it had a picture of Marilyn Manson, you know, can, you know, Marilyn Manson being cancelled. And then underneath, it just had a picture of a Karen going every Christian mother from the 90s sipping her tea loudly. <laughs> oh, Tipper Gore. <laughs> Tipper Gore's just had her first ever orgasm. Fuck, they were right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that's the worst bit. Fucking Marilyn. That's the worst bit of the betrayal. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure those guys wouldn't have shot up Columbine High School if they knew about his attitude to women. Oh, well, completely. <laughs> so how did this 24-year-old woman end up stabbed repeatedly, locked inside the boot of her own Commodore? If it's only a Facebook relationship, maybe she's one of those kind of assholes that fucks people around on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, oh! what do you mean? Like The the people that, you know, so I'm trying to sell a snare drum on uh-huh. there at the moment. It's a shitty snare drum, mm-hmm. but it's too good to throw out. Yes. So I've got it on there for 20 bucks. Uh-huh. I've got people going, will you give it to me for five? It's 20 bucks, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Will yeah. you separate parts of it? No, mate. <laughs> you know, will you, I had one person, will you consider trading it for wine? No. Oh, oh, oh. I don't drink. I saw one in America, a guy was trying to sell something and someone uh, asked him if they would accept pain medication. In America? Yeah. The, the one country where there's no problem getting hold of pain medication. Yeah. Yeah, where it's just like you can get fucking bloody anything you want. Yeah. Because of their opioid crisis. <laughs> We're here in Australia, you can't even get bloody codeine. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, Any of our Florida listeners, if you've got some spare Xanax, post them to us at... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's the, what do you want? Uh, Oxycontin? Oxycontin? Oh, I love that stuff. <laughs> Woo! When I broke my back, best sleep I've ever had in my life. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice, nice. Um, Wouldn't have had a problem with a sunburnt butthole either. Because <laughs> nothing was moving. It was like fucking Adelaide's train system. <laughs> Just standstills for weeks. Oh, that's why you should go vegan. You don't have these problems. <laughs> Oh, all right. Now, let's start with the two women in the car of the Commodore. Yep. Driving was Letitia Henderson, aged oh. 18. Letitia. Letitia. Mm. And her passenger, Kaylee Ketley. Kaylee Ketley. That's unfortunate. KK. KK. 
age 24. Oi. Latia's Facebook and Instagram accounts contain a ridiculous amount of filtered, duck-faced, pouted selfies. Latia posted pictures of her nails, jewellery and cash. Her Instagram bio reads, quote, Hustle the beautiful things in life. Oh, so they were hustling someone in the boot of a Commodore. Uh, she also has a taste for fast and grunty cars, with one post posting a picture of a black Commodore <laughs> with the comment about marrying the Commodore. See, we get back to the Australian Christian lobby saying that someone would want to marry their dog if we brought in gay marriage laws. No. Nah. Someone wanted to marry the fucking Commodore. They did. Because you've got to understand the connection in Australia between Commodores, low-income people, and violent crime. There's a real connection. Found a, a very funny interview on the internet where some bloke literally went out and did a burnout, which for Americans is a sustained... Uh, I suppose skid stationary or moving where you you're basically trying to explode your back tires. Donut. Yeah, but Yanks can't do them right. Okay. They do these dumb fucking little skids. They peel out like an Australian burnout is a completely different. Oh, thing. challenge, challenge laid down, America. It is, yeah. But uh, this bloke certainly had a bit of fun. This car copped the brunt of one neighbour's fury. It was around ten thirty last night when a long-running neighbourhood dispute on Wright Road turned violent. Come outside. Jumped in my car in, gone and ripped it up the road. Nice big burnout. And then we've had some crazy old bastard from down the road come and shoot at us pretty much. Yeah. Pumped two into my windscreen, one into the radiator, one into the bumper, and then one into the house. You decided to chase him? Yeah, I did. Why's that? I was going to belt the shit out of him too and come up here and shoot my house while I got kid inside. That's just unacceptable. Even though we did a burnout, it's still unacceptable. <laughs> what makes that scary? Yeah. is that guns are very uncommon in Australia. Very, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. for someone to be shot at is a big deal. Yeah, it's huge. Like, just, But, you know, I mean, he does raise a very good point, though. Even though he did do a burnout, <laughs> it is unacceptable yeah. to be shooting up the place when you got a kid in there. I know people that have had a gender reveal burnout party. And the colour of the smoke that was produced by the tyres gave an idea of the gender. Fuck, I hate gender reveal parties. I hate them too. Just everything that's wrong in the world. But Jeremy Clarkson and Dr. Filler also sum up the Australian attitude to cars. You can develop a relationship with a car. There's not a lot of room for bonding with objects and even people sometimes. I think that's tragic. Yeah, you're not even a real doctor, Dr. Phil. (laughs) Oh, harsh. Now, Letitia posted continuously different quotes about respect, trust, and loyalty, as well as Iggy Azalea lyrics. Oh, God. I can just imagine this. A lot of, um, like a, like a dream catcher, but it's like a meme generator. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lo- lots of butterflies and frangipanis. And, yeah. Oh, classy. Respect. Yeah, respect me. <laughs> But Latia's life was far from rap music glamour and had already known far too much tragedy for someone only 18. Mm. In 2016, her three-year-old sister was killed in a bizarre horror accident at the Blackhead Bowling Club. Oh, Jesus. Her younger sister was playing with another child around the Concrete War Memorial when part of the memorial fell off and landed on her sister, crushing her. Fuck, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Then five months later, her 15-year-old boyfriend was shot to death in his own bed in what was believed to be a drug dispute. After we've just said people being shot. It's really not that common. Wow. At the time, Henderson was interviewed by the media where Letitia expressed it's so hard to accept that he's gone. Fucking hell, she has lived a bit, hasn't she? Uh, The other woman in the car in the passenger seat was Kaylee Lee Ketley. Right. She's clearly the the beater in this relationship. Okay, right. Who, if her Facebook profile is to be believed, is a seven-day Adventist and her interests include the Bible. Oh, where she keeps her knee stab at knife. (laughs) Although technically I do say that I work for the Umbrella umbrella Corporation, so, you know. Um, her page, though, is also littered with pictures of jewellery, alcohol and cash. I did a quick look 
um, to see if there was something specifically where the Seven Day Adventists barred you stabbing someone and putting them in the boot. <laughs> I couldn't actually find a specific reference saying you couldn't do that. <laughs> so, you know, maybe she's not actually breaking any Seven Day Adventist laws. I mean, are, are these, I mean, Seventh Day Adventists, are these the Brigham Young hat full of rocks people? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's all, there's a lot of, you know, don't cover, you know, your neighbor's, you know, ass. But there's nothing about don't cover your, you know, your neighbor, you know, kneecap him and put him in the boot of the Commodore. Yeah, respect the hustle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the two of them showed up on the doorstep of Miss Nisha Phillips, age 24, mm-hmm. at her average suburban Claymore home in Sydney's southwest on Tuesday night. She would then endure 12 hours of torture and Jesus terror. fucking Christ. Both Latia and Kelly assaulted Mrs. Phillips, stabbing her in the knee, her thigh and her forearm. Letitia then probably lost her mind with joy seeing Mrs. Phillips owned a Commodore. Oh. So they bundled her into the boot of her own Commodore and then drove off. Now, for someone who's so big on, dis- on respect... That's fucking disrespectful. Mm. Don't fuck with another person's Commodore. Oh, like you didn't even put some plastic down. Like how is she supposed to get the blood out of the boot? Mm. Boot linings are hard to get on Facebook Marketplace. People always want to swap them for wine, salt lamps. Bloody. Pete Evans. No respect. No respect. Luckily, Mrs. Phillips kept her cool and she was able to smash out one of the tail lights from the boot and frantically begin waving her hand through the hole of her own Commodore. Fuck, she knows her Commodore. Yeah. That is quite a large hole. They're a very large plastic moulding. Yeah. Luckily... They actually fill with water. Oh, really? They do. Common problem. Fill with water. So you actually see cars sometimes getting around with water sloshing around in the back of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like an old disco shoe with dead fish in them. It's one of those old things you're like, oh, oh, that's filled with water. But know that if you're ever trapped, you know, stabbed and left in your boot, you can just knock it out and wave. Bear Grylls would show you how to drink that Commodore brake light water. No, no, (laughs) we all know you don't drink that water. You give yourself an enema. That is correct. Through your sunburnt asshole. (laughs) Luckily, her Commodore was white, which made her bloodied hand stand out. Fucking hell. Although who knows how many cars had driven by before it was noticed by the attentive truck driver. When the car was eventually stopped, it had been driven more than 50 miles south of Mrs. Phillips' home on the Hume Highway. Police suspecting they were headed for the infamous Belungalow State Forest. Fuck. The burial site for a well-known serial killer's victims. Ivan Milat. And maybe more than one other attended corpse over yeah. the years. Well, Ivan Malat's nephew also murdered someone out there, I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and so were Letitia and Kaylee, by yeah. the sounds of it. Jesus. Police say they do not know as yet any motive for the assault and kidnapping. Still, Police Inspector Bernie said it was, quote, very fortunate that the young woman was found alive. Fucking hell. They are investigating if it was drug-related. Okay. So this is still before the courts and we've been using their real names. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm going to have fun adding beeps to this. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, in the world of uh, hustling and respect, obscure horror podcasts really aren't that big when you're listening to Tupac and Biggie. Both of the allegedly accused. Ah, <laughs> oh, name dropping drug dealers on a podcast. We're fucking dead. Have been charged with unlawful injury. Intent to cause serious bodily harm. Driving a vehicle without the owner's permission. Oh, it's not a vehicle. It's a Commodore. Fucking with another person's Commodore. And detention to take advantage of causing bodily harm. Fucking hell. Bleep has also been (laughs) charged. (laughs) Has also been charged for driving without a license. And Bleep Bleep has been charged with drug possession. I actually know who you're talking about. 
bleep's older sister <laughs> has taken to Facebook and stated, quote, I don't know what I ha- what happened, but I know bleep, and it's really not normal for her. <laughs> That's out of character, Your Honour. <laughs> the defence rests in three days when the meth wears off. <laughs> Bleep Bleep represented herself at the bail hearing and filed a case for her own release. Why? You're getting legal aid lawyers. Why? Quote, my grandmother is very ill. I would ask to be released at her address so I can take care of her. Right. I will report at least twice a day, every day. I'll do whatever it takes to get bail. Wink, wink. We'll suck your dick, Judge. Bail was denied for both women. What a shock. And I think her grandma was sitting in the bank of the court going, <laughs> Thank fuck! Jesus Christ. I'll be dead by the week. Don't let her out, Your Honour. <sighs> Having worked in a law firm, some criminals are fucking stupid. Yeah. Some of them are fucking stupid. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe... Yeah, there's a few things. Like, if you're going to do someone in, don't become their friend on Facebook. Yeah, don't don't have a trail of messages, mm. that kind of stuff. And if you do get caught and you have to face court, yeah, take the fucking lawyer. Because yeah. oftentimes the lawyer will know the judge. They'll respect each other. Yeah. They can talk to each other in a slightly coded language. You know, yeah. you actually might do something. Instead of, I can outsmart the legal system in Australia, one of potentially the better ones in the world. Yeah. No, you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, my granny's sick, mate. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, looks to the back of the courtroom. You sick, love? Nah. <laughs> oh, my God. I once had to, on a side note, I once had to do jury duty. Oh. And it was uh, it was a drug case. This guy had been busted for being a drug dealer. Yeah. So he showed up. He In his defense, he did wear his very best tracksuit to the, you know, the court hearing. Yeah. Um, his girlfriend was there like in the front row to support him. Yeah. Here's an idea, okay. <laughs> if you're trying to present that you are in fact a good church-going citizen and you don't do drugs, yes. don't have your girlfriend show up so high on fucking smack, she <laughs> passes out and starts drooling on herself in the front row. <laughs> also, don't wear a cap track pants yeah I'm, I'm sure the judge turned to you and just basically said now that's inadmissible <laughs> and everyone in the jury's like yeah we know but it's totally colored our thinking yeah like <laughs> yeah uh oh <laughs> part of the evidence was this like notebook with all these like addresses and everything yeah and it was <laughs> It was this place in Mildura and only because I know that's where you could buy drugs from in Mildura. I'm like, it's clearly guilty. <laughs> I once had to go through police transcripts of a wiretap of someone I knew and they were using really bad code for, oh. for buying eight balls. Oh, no. And this guy's like, hey, man, do you want to come to the pub and play some eight ball from a payphone? And the guy's like, yeah, how many games would you like? And the guy didn't get it. And he's just like, I want, I want eight balls. No, how many games of eight ball would you like? I just, I just want one. I want one eight ball. And the other bloke is just like, shut up, you idiot! You've got me arrested, and they go arrest him. It was so fucking good. Oh lord, oh man, oh, tears in my eyes. But Mrs. Phillips, can I say her name? She was the victim. I suppose. Um. The victim may have been luckier than she realised. Not everyone who goes into a boot makes it out alive. No, man, they're fucking treacherous as I yawn my way through our uh, through our podcast. It's burning because my son doesn't sleep. You're very interesting and I respect your opinions on everything, Liz. Oh, God, get fucked. <laughs> In 2014, police were called after a green Honda Accord had been sitting in the same location on East Street in Lidcombe near the Rockwood Cemetery for about two to three weeks. That car should have been stolen. The neighbour said it was not uncommon for people from the nearby TAFE and University to just dump unwanted cars in the area. So it just assumed it was one of those. Who are these university students that have cars to just dump? Uh, I guess if you... 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the car had been sitting there for approximately three weeks before they phoned the police. Yeah. However, when police showed up, they had suspicions. They opened the boot and found a severely decomposed man Ooh. in the car's boot. Could have still been a university student late for school. Homicide detectives were called and the whole area became a crime scene. Sometimes later, the police revealed that the body belonged to a male. A form of identification was found in the car. However, the person was not yet formally identified. Police said the death was being treated as suspicious. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> the other option is a guy has driven himself to a cemetery, got out, okay, opened the boot, fell into his own boot, yeah. then pulls the boot closed on himself yeah. and then just sat there quietly for three weeks until he slowly died. Yeah. Well, that will have to pay his university hex debt. Oh, yeah, you might just put yourself in the boot. Yeah. But the question remains, if the car had been there for three weeks and the body was two weeks old, oh. had the person, in fact, been alive for that whole week? Well, potentially because they're not airtight. See, this is the kind of question they should have asked, like a distance and velocity sort of problem, like if a train leaves a station. At uh -huh. this, I would have answered this one. If a body's been in the car for three weeks, I would have done better at maths. Yeah, absolutely. But they're not airtight. Yeah. You, I mean, depending on what the temperature's like, you may not get too hot. Mm. Mm, you, if it's in Australia, though, you might just sweat oh, yeah, out. Like, yeah. it's Australia, remember. Yeah, if this is in summer, it didn't say... Yeah, you can cook a steak inside a car. Yeah. Like, cook a body. You can certainly cook a body. The case... Remains open. Unlike the boot. <laughs> Woo! So the other advantage, so the other thing is, if you see a car sitting out the front, don't leave it for three weeks before you call somebody. There you go. You know, just go, you know, and then knowing that there was a car a block from me that was sort of sitting there for like two weeks and I'm like, oh, I wonder if someone was in the body. It's just mysteriously gone. This is now raising some very strange questions in my mind about my childhood because I'm now casting back to the moment that my dad showed me how to open the boot of our car from the inside. Yeah. So I think he must have figured, well, I can't change the behaviour of these little fucking idiots. Yeah. They'll probably lock themselves in anyway. Well, I was just going to say, like, if I was going to pick, you know, which one of you was going to get lured into a van by candy, it would have been you. No, I actually, I actually avoided that. We had a dude out the front of our house trying to lure us one day. Really? We did, yeah. He was there with an old Ford Falcon, an old XE Ford Falcon. Yeah. And he had the bonnet up and he was playing around with it and he, he got my brother to go over there and help him have a look and he ushered <gasps> me over as well and I was like, nah, I'm going to get mum. And that's when he put the bonnet down and fucked off. Oh my God, you're so lucky you didn't take off with your brother. I know, I know. Oh man, that's spooky. Yeah, because what, what the fuck is a seven-year-old kid going to do to help you fix your car? Yeah, like... No, but like any normal person is like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want people thinking I'm a pedo. They yeah. don't lure you over. Yeah. <gasps> when, I, oh, when, I, when I was a kid, I was like a little kid, like table height. Yeah. I remember we had just come out of the hardware store and yeah. I was running in front of my parents. And the next thing I remember was this sensation of me sort of being grabbed and raised in the air and then just sort of like being like carried along. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? You know, you're like a kid, like, yeah. this is fun. Um, a little bit further down the road, we stopped and it was this guy that my dad knew who run, who like ran like a corner yeah. shop thing. Um, found it. Anyway, he just disappeared one day. The shop just closed and it disappeared. Turned out because he got busted, he was into kiddie porn. Oh. And then as an adult, you look back and you're like, oh, he was probably living out some kind of weird, sick fantasy. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. My, <sighs> my school was a transit point for pedophiles in the Catholic Church. Oh. Yeah. So we, my headmaster, he's currently doing, I think, 13 years in Bernie. Holy shit. Yeah. Father Mick Allsbrook, rotten hell, you fucking rotten pedophile cunt. Um, he, oh. he once told me off for skateboarding on school grounds because I was going to damage the chairs. 
So uh, who's been worse for the school, me or you, mate? Oh, wow. You know what damages you know what damages chairs worse than a skateboard? Fucking the chairs. <laughs> exactly. And we had another guy who they um they called him Mr. Keating. Mm. He was actually a he was actually a Christian brother who they basically changed his name so that no one would find out who he was. Yeah. Mm. He got us all to learn how to dance because he liked to watch the kids dance. Oh. How good are country Catholic schools? Oh my god. Well, I didn't go to a Catholic school, but our art teacher in my first year of high school yeah. um got busted with drugs and they did a search of his home and he had like a secret basement. Really? He was the art teacher. Um Turns out he was not only into the druggy jugs, was also into the kitty porn. And in his basement oh, no. were all these like artistic paintings oh. that he had done of himself with some of his students. Oh. Of like him doing things to his students. Yeah. He was not an art teacher after that. No. We had um, we had another teacher who used to We all got A's that year. <laughs> I think it was just one of those like everybody repress it. Here's an A. Yeah, yeah, you did well. Yeah, woo! Uh, we had another teacher who would recreationally take photographs of um, kids' sport, uh-huh. but it was always just the girls' netball and tennis. Uh-huh. And then one day, one of my friends uh-huh. uh, who suspected of being subject of his photographs yeah. broke into his school office, yeah, like full uh, yeah. Mission Impossible style, yeah, and found his secret stash of photos, and they were all of. Girls going for like the the block where oh. the, the skirt lifts up and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she was among them and a whole bunch of other people. How good is being taught by repressed priests? Uh. He didn't have a com at all. Oh, bloody should have. <laughs> On the 16th of December, 2020. Oh, well, this one's old enough to be talked about. So only two months ago. Yeah. At, uh, at 6.30 a.m., Ipswich police were called to Augustine Heights after the report of a man acting suspiciously and trespassing on a number of of properties. Whilst police were moving to the scene, the 27-year-old man knocked on one of the house's front door. And when a 45-year-old woman answered the door, he forced himself inside the house at knife point. Right. He threatened the woman with a knife, the woman sustaining an injury to her leg in the scuffle. The man then, de- the man then demanded that he be driven to another location in Ipswich. Ipswich. <laughs> the woman agreed, presumably wanting to get him out of the house as fast as possible before his 17-year-old son was discovered. Yeah. That's so his mother's love. This is why this guy probably had a bad Uber rating and couldn't just get an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> So the two went outside and the suspect ordered her to open the boot. Oh, get fucked. The mother feared the worst. The suspect then ordered the woman to get into the driver's seat and the suspect got into the boot and locked himself in. Right. And the two drove away. Okay. The teenage boy then provided all of the details of his mum's car and the incident that had just happened to the police. The woman kept her cool and calmly drove. Even when the patrol car started following her car, she kept her cool. Mm. She kept her cool even when she brought the car to a stop outside the police station. (laughs) The police all poured out and easily arrested the man locked in the boot, hiding with his knife and hammer. (laughs) He was then charged with counts of deprivation of liberty, burglary with violence, armed robbery and assault occasioning bodily harm. The man was denied bail. Yeah. He should have chosen that legal aid lawyer. (laughs) And this is just another exciting adventure of Pute in the Boote. Pretty. They say when you start a podcast that you should have niche content. People that have committed crimes involving the boot of Holden Commodores mm. is a very niche subject. That's how we roll. We're going to get, uh, I think we're going to get sponsored by Auto Pro. 
and their various blood removing Holden Commodore boot cleaning products. <laughs> this will this clean no matter what you put in the boot, even if it's somebody else or occasionally yourself. What is he doing locking himself in the boot? He's either a genius. Or really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's either the greatest move ever or the worst. Yeah. Who, 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 at what point is he like, oh, clearly one of us has to get in this boot. <laughs> I, I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my license. Don't want to break the law. Dude, you're not sneaking into the drive-in theatre, all right? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Are you, and not even just, you know what? I'm going to tie some rings, like some string around it, so I can flip it open if I have to make a dramatic getaway. No, no, get in. Safety first. Yeah. Safety first, in case you go over a bump. <laughs> and then, like, you're down. You can't see where you're going. I love it. She's just like, sure, sure, let's get out of here. Puts in the <laughs> GPS to the police station. Casually drives. She probably stopped for drive through. Yeah. I would have. He wouldn't know. What are you doing? Nothing. Traffic. You get McDonald's? No. Top <laughs> fries with that? What? No. <laughs> uh, <gasps> Jesus Christ. Who does that? Don't lock yourself in the boot. Did the, uh, it's got to be mental illness. Oh, it's no. No. You know what? Just, just some people are bloody stupid. Just incompetent. Can you imagine how different James Bond films would be? <laughs> he just put himself in the boot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lie here and let this dick laser zap me because that eventually it will reach the cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> eventually it'll get there. <laughs> I want you to die, Mr. Bond. Yeah, I'll fucking show you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, my asshole. It's like I've been <laughs> facing the sun for 30 minutes every morning. <laughs> My asshole can take anything. <laughs> Except your Jewish space laser. Z- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it turns out putting other people in your boot, it's not always a win. No. What would you do if someone did that to you? Got in the boot? Did you casually drive to the police station or? I, oh, I thought you were saying if somebody had put me in a boot. Um, oh no, I think I think that that woman is that's like that's because th- I think the first thing is I totally respect just wanting to get him as far away from your spawn, amazing, yeah, as much as possible. I mean, that's you know that that's what mothers do, yeah, um, yeah. Just driving him to the police station that's that's balls of steel. That's some Sarah Connor shit, yeah, you know. I kind of like the idea of driving somewhere and then reversing really fast into a power pole. Oh, that's good. Just mush him. Who cares about the car? That's good. You know, or if you know where there is an establishment of gentlemen for hire, (laughs) yeah, you know, just drive in and be like, see this piece of shit in my boot? 50 bucks. Kick the shit out of him. (laughs) And then we'll go to the police station. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's just... I mean, you know what? You could just... <gasps> Could just drive to a lake, jump out, let it roll oh, in. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Depending how angry you're feeling about that stabbed kneecap. Yeah. Or if they stab my kneecap, I reckon I'd back them into a lake. I'd be pretty fucked off. Yeah. That's 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 some cold shit. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I like that. Hmm, just hope he doesn't know how to pop a boot. Well, they got into the boot of their own accord. I'm <laughs> figuring they're not. <laughs> Um, uh, should have stayed in school till you did boot studies. Oh, I say. Oh, you know what? Here's my little bit of random trivia that I know about car survival. Right. If like the car you're driving goes into a lake, mm-hmm. you know how you got the seat rest. Yes. You know, and it goes up, and you can pop it out. The old ones with those, you yeah. know, the steel bars. Yeah. There, and if you notice, they've got the little. They're quite. They're pointy mm-hmm. at the end. They're actually designed that way so that you can use them in emergency if you need to smash the windows to get out of the car, because they're sort of like you know stabby. Yeah. You use them to. Boop, they're like those emergency hammers. You use them as an emergency ah. hammer to smash the glass to get out. That's rather ingenious. I know. Yeah, I usually just have a spark plug in the car. Oh gosh. Just- just- Smack the electrode and off it goes. Oh, you're as bad as my you're as bad as my dad. I've got an axe handle in here. Anybody <laughs> fucks with me, I'll fuck him up. 
I don't have any weapons in the house. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I've got a hunting bow that my brother gave you've me. You've got your ass. I've, I've <laughs> been in here when you've been to the bathroom. Fucking hell, you'd blow someone into the boot. <laughs> and I've got my chilies. Oh, yeah, you could be like, oh, sniff this fermented chilli, which you did to me, which was like a fucking gas canister going off in my face. Pussy, they're cayenne peppers. They're like low down. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We've been doing this for an hour. Oh, you were going to work on our sign-off. We need need like a catchphrase. We need a sign-off. We do. Perhaps the listeners at home, they've been listening to us. What's a good catchphrase? What do you think sums us up as a podcast? Yeah, I'm Dick Lightning. (laughs) Yeah, I'm... Clam Stroker. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with something next week, I'm sure. Something spooky. Something we got to, we've got to choose a subject where I don't talk about either anal fisting or doing something to that dogs. Does you bring anal fisting into everything. Come I on, know. that was people who were trapped in their boot. Do you think that's scary? That's, well, yeah, that's true. Well, what do you want? Ghosts, um, aliens, um, yeah. haunted house, alien ghosts, <gasps> Aboriginal legends. We had one last week in the drowning pool. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we could, uh, we'll figure something out. Okay. Very good. If well, anybody has a subject they want to hear about or a particular theme, let us know. Yeah. At this point, I reckon this is where we should kind of fade some music up. Ooh. And I'll say, thanks so much for listening to Gavin in the Woods. You can listen to our other podcasts. Actually, my other podcast is going to disappear because my podcast, podcast provider wants me to pay them $100 a month so they can fuck off. What? Can't you just switch providers? I can, but I can't be fucked. Oh, kids today. Yeah, I know. But, uh, Thanks for tuning in. We have, uh, if you want to sponsor the show, do it because fuck, neither of us want real jobs. <laughs> and that'll give us time to do more research and be funnier and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, it gives us more time to research. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want to push the bar too high. Don't deliver stuff we can't, you know. I'm an endless fountain of fisting jokes. And I, I've got a big old boot. <laughs> well, you did just visit the Bat Caves in <laughs> Maricourt. Christian Bale's in your assholes currently being scared into becoming a super fucking hero by bats. Sweater me! <laughs> oh my god, can I say I did? I had a weekend away with a uh, uh, with a gentleman friend. <gasps> Scandal. I know. Look, it might have been a while. We went to the Bat Cave to see forty thousand bats flying out of the vats. It was. It has kind of been a dry, a dry spell. There was a lot of that going on at Narricourt. <laughs> Which one was full of more guano? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. How do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know. I really don't. She know. got mistaken for my daughter at my son's school yesterday. Hey. Don't you feel dirty? So not only do I actually have one, but I'm punching way above my weight. Oh, yeah. Way above your weight. <laughs> uh, so thank you for joining us here at Gavin in the Woods. I'm having to stare at a really nice bottle of tequila for this whole time and I don't even drink and it's probably time I started again. But not tonight. Jim Beam, sponsor us. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Or maybe a, a nice tequila company out of oh. Mexico. We've got two Mexican listeners. Well, unless they own a tequila company. There you go. Sponsor us. I'll sell Reposado and uh, Añejos and all sorts of stuff. I'll transport it in my boot. <laughs> Very good. Like, but more like a Bear Grylls anima. anima style. <laughs> yeah. Just gunga in as you drip it out into people's cups. Oh, dude. Thanks for joining us. Signing off. Every week. Every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs>